Electricast. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. I'm actually normally very positive. I'm normally very positive about the Celtics. I'm right now. I'm not. Right, I'm not so much writing them off, Ray, as I am just like very worried that this could be a bloodbath. Okay, well, let's reset expectations then, okay? So given that I think we all agree that the, the Brooklyn Nets are going to win this series, right? What right. What would determine success for you as a Celtics fan in this series? Is Take them to six? seven. Is yeah, it, you got to go seven. At, at least six. At least six. At least six. That's going to be tough. Anything less than six is embarrassing. Yep. No, I don't. I don't. If, if it's because you can play, don't say five tough five game series. You can play a tough five game series. If they be beat us, in, if they beat us in five, where everybody's got to go, it's a fucking fire sale. <laughs> Listen, I. It's already that, but it's really definitely right. It, it's very, very possible. Like you say that. I think getting one game against this team, and I guess I just have. Low, I think getting a game against this Nets team. Well, like getting a game by one or by thirty. Like there's a difference, right? If, if you're in, listen, as I, I, I will go back. As long as we don't look like we did in the first half against the Spurs and the second half against the Pelicans, we can't see that fucking team in this playoff series. If that team shows up, it's an embarrassment. Let me ask you a question, Bobby, before, before we move on. Let's say, and again, this is just hypothetical, everyone. Let's say that we get swept, but we lose every game by three. Is that a competitive series for you, Bobby? No. You got swept. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's swept is swept. swept. So you, let's say you lose in five, but four four of those games you lose by three. If you can pull one of them out, yeah. You're saying that you're saying it's just like of all the expectations we have for this team was no, the regular no, season no, that those depressing. Those expectations for me are gone. Was the regular season that depressing that you're going? Well, if we can take one game off the Brooklyn Nets, then I don't think they're complete shit. We lost. Uh, I don't know if you guys. There was there was the Cavs who had lost thirteen straight. There was the Magic who. We have lost the teams that are the worst teams I've seen play basketball in a long time. In in, in a one week, so yes, that entire stretch just threw it out the fucking window. It has been a weird year, though. To raise point. To Ray's point, it has been a weird year. It's been a weird year for everybody. Like that, you know that there's teams in the West that have a, a legitimate chance of winning the whole thing. That you know just had a play in with the Golden State Warriors. You know, like I, I could see the Lakers going and win another championship this year. Can you? And like you know, I get it. it there's been a weird. It's been a weird fucking year. And like Brooklyn hasn't won games that it was supposed to. And we've lost games that we were supposed to win. Granted, and it's been a very frustrating product to watch. But I do see Ray's point in the sense that. It's been a weird year, and anything can happen in the playoffs, especially in round one. Round one's weird as fuck. It always has and been. On, honestly, and I, I'm going to put this out there as a hot take right now. If they do go six, don't be – that 
that means that Boston is going to win game one. I got Boston winning game one. Put it, I'm putting it on wax right now. Because the game, that's the that's the game that people, the teams are most vulnerable. You got to steal game one on the road. That's the game. You, you you catch them. You catch them slipping. Orlando did it to Toronto a couple of years ago when DJ Augustine hit the Plus game. Plus, we just there. played. Yeah, we just played. You know, so and you know, we, we have the momentum, so to speak, because you know we, we've been playing more. You know, playoff basketball, so to speak. I just think with, between the rest, you know, the way that Kemba's been playing, the way Tatum's been playing, and then like I said, how Fournier has has, has stepped up. Like I said, I'm not counting on Time Lord because I, I just feel like he's just not going to be there. Tristan Thompson was awesome the other night as well. He had, he had ten points. Yeah, he's been playing better. You know, twelve points, ten rebounds. So that's what we envisioned when they signed him, and I just think that that's something that's going to be huge. And uh, yeah, so as long as you have that eight man rotation and, you know, those, those guys play. Cause that's another thing, too. When Horseshoes is forced to actually coach and actually keep a rotation, that's when that's when results actually happen. So that's why even in that game against New York last Sunday, right, all the guys were out. But that's that was a horseshoe special. Those guys were down 15. They go on a 15 0 run. They so come true. back and like, man, what happened? Like, the way this team was actually playing hard. Yes, because when he has guys that buy his into him. They're, they're, they're damn near unstoppable. But it's, it's when it's like, well, man, for me, man, I, I, I didn't do, I'm not doing what you do. I'm, I'm going to go play. I'm going to do terrible. I'm going to do this. It's like, no, buy into what Horseshoes is saying. You might actually win a game or two. Who, who knows? A couple of things. If you go back and listen to our, our interview with Steve Bullpep from the Herald, you can find that in, in the show notes. He, he talks a little bit about oh, uh, people about people buying in and what the record is and then Hero Ball. And again, it's not malicious. To your other point, though, Bobby, you have made – fake money off of the Celtics this year playing well against better teams. Now they have yep. it. So now they have an entire series predicated against better team. And, and my next point, it's a double-edged question. So Ray, I'm going to go to you. Brooklyn's been averaging 118 points a game, right? <laughs> they are. The Celtics can't score 118 points on their best fucking night. They are an offensive juggernaut. However, their kryptonite, though, would be their defense. They allow 114 points a game, you know, throughout the entire season. So, do the Celtics have enough either offensive firepower or can they muster enough defensive stamina throughout the course of a seven-game series to bring this to seven, Ray? They they still have guys. They they still have three guys to get you 20 a night. Like, like Fournier, Kemba, and Tatum. So those are three guys that can get 20 on any given night. We can joke about Smart all we want. Because like Smart, obviously, we don't want Smart shooting the ball. But he, he randomly can get you 25 in the game. He did it against, he did it against Cleveland a few years back. He did it against Toronto last year. Like, there, there's going to be moments when we, he has a game or a moment. And you're like, oh, okay, like, that's why we keep him around. But they, they still have three legitimate guys that can get you at least 18 to Yeah, you know what? Guys. You know what? Fuck it. I'm with Ray. Celtics in six. Let's go. <laughs> run it. Fucking go. run it. Let's go. Let's do Let's it. Go. Roll go. those fucking fresh Let's basketballs go. out. It's time to play. You feel me? <laughs> Fuck them. Why not? Mike Why not? Negative Nancy over there. Fuck that. No, we, it's, we, I'm, we, ju- I'm just, I just was looking. I was having a legitimately, legitimately had a nightmare last night about the Celtics losing by like 100 points in game one. It's like, it's, it could be an absolute fucking slaughter. And I actually, the thing is, is I have a big mouth, hence the podcast. And I have a lot of people that I've talk, been talking shit to this year about a lot of different things. It's hard to keep track. I don't even really know what my opinion is. But I'm going to get a lot of shit if the Celtics get embarrassed. And I don't want that to happen. So, yeah, fuck it. I'm all in. Let's go. I'm on the fucking choo-choo hype train. Choo-choo. So, so Ray, uh, you just mentioned that the Celtics have three people that can put up 60 per night. That's great. Well, 20 each. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. Bobby, uh, the big three in Brooklyn averaged 77 points per game. 25 for Kyrie, 26 for KD. Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Y- y'all, keep, y'all keep talking about how Harden disappears. What, what are we talking about? So that, if you take I don't think he's going to disappear, though. I don't no, think no, he's going to. No, no, maybe he doesn't, but okay, so 77 a game, great. So if, if you take away his 25 and maybe it's down to like 18, is that not more manageable? This is dangerous, Matt. You can't be doing this, Matt. No, you got to just go 18, play the I'm game. But he's had terrible games in the playoffs. Harden got that label when he was by himself iso ball in Houston. He disappeared in that situation 100% of the time. This is it, – it just feels different. So, so he, great, he, it, he, it, he it never might had not talent be. in Houston. He it never had might, talent in Houston. He he never had talent like this. No, you you have to admit that he's adjusted his game in Brooklyn very drastically. Oh no, yeah. I'm I'm not disagree- I'm not disagreeing with. Listen, and and you guys know I was off the Harden train, and three weeks oh, oh, later, no. seeing the Harden that was in Brooklyn, I, I literally on this podcast was like, Jesus, I wish we could get a guy like that in Boston. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's DM Bobby, everybody. Right, it just feels different. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, they're really good. I knew they were going to be really oh, good. Oh, they're, 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 really they're phenomenal. I, just to me, I, I just it's amazing. Like I said, how quick the narrative changed. It's like now it's just like, well, whatever problems happened before, it's like it's not going to happen because he's now there. I never said he was going to fall off. I always said he was good. I wanted him in Boston. No, 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 no. Listen, we're there. I, to me, I just we talked about this, and I think me and Bobby agreed on this. Well, I, well, mostly me. Then Bobby came along. I was like, you have to let Harden carry you in the regular season, and then you let Kay, you let Kyrie and KD. Take over. Let's keep it real. Katie's one popped hamstring from being on the bench, like you and I, like like the rest. Everybody's of us. one popped hamstring from being on the bench. <laughs> no, especially him. Though I'm saying he's had it. Um, he's had a lingering injury all all year. We, we never know where Kyrie's going to be. Somebody should be like somebody should be like affecting Kyrie's Instagram feed. Like like t- tell him that they t- like talk to him about the UFOs. Like get in his <laughs> ear about the UFOs. Be like, dude, Obama said it was real. Like, really get him fired up. Be like, is basketball really important right now? Like, think about this. Like, there's UFOs. We need you, Kyrie. We need you, Kyrie. We need you, we need you to get to the bottom of this. You're the smartest man in basketball. He, he said it's not important to him right now. So The thing about this is Kyrie is not the variable in, in this situation. He's played 20 sure games. Sure no, he is. no, he isn't. He's played 20 games against the Celtics. He's 20 and 80 average. He's 24 points, 7 rebounds, and, and 7 assists. He will show up. He will. <laughs> the person that is the variable is Harden. But the problem now is for the Celtics is that KD and Kyrie are enough to outmatch Jason Tatum. A lot less than KD and Kyrie have been enough to outmatch this current Celtics team, I think, is our issue. But I do agree. I think there's no – we got nothing to lose at this point. We got into the playoffs. Once you're in the dance, you're in the dance. Let's go. Maybe we do fucking win. But I'd like to see him at least take it at seven. Can I, can I be honest like like I haven't been honest already? We're, 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 we talk about Kyrie, KD, and Harden. You know who's really going to kill us? It's, it's really Joe Harris. We, we, we're talking about these guys. It's not going to be the guys that we expect. It's never that with the Celtics team. It's always it's, it's going to be a Joe Harris. It's going to be a Nick Claxton. It's going to be a Bruce Brown. You know, shout out to to, to Roxbury. How, how you doing, Bruce? You're but so it's right. just like that. That's that's what it's going to be. So I, we're worried about the big three. That's not the guys we have to worry about. It's the others that's going to come up there get a twenty five point night. That's when they become unbeatable. It's not because those guys are scoring you know twenty four, twenty five, twenty eight a night. It's the other guys that's 
getting six of eight from three, and it's like, well, damn, you let Joe Harris get you for thirty-five. That that's the problem. Was Joe Harris like? A, was he a generalization, or do you actually mean him? Because Joe Harris is no. I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. He, he's he's an elite shooter, and I'm yeah. saying he's going to be someone that that kills the Celtics. Yeah, I'm telling but he's, you. In his career, he's eight and ten against the Celtics, and only only averages eleven points a game. I'm telling you, Mike, it's always the guys that we don't expect. Ish Smith just had seventeen the other night. It's a joke. You remember the Buck series? It was the guy that was from fucking Walpole. What was his name? Connington or oh yeah, Pat um, Connington, yeah, yeah. Pat Connington, right? I had like Larry Bird Jr. It's a joke. It's yeah, a joke. No. It's <laughs> ridiculous. The only thing that I will say is when it comes to Brad Stevens, I do agree that this is when he coaches at his best. And this has been the consistent from day one since he got to Boston is when this team is at, when someone's hurt, they they, they just seem to have a different energy about them. And I don't know if you guys remember during that Hayward Tatum, that whole run where we had everyone, whenever they all played together, they played like shit. As soon as one got hurt and got taken out of that lineup, we were a better team. It was like clockwork. Like you knew if someone was out, they were going to play better. I mean, if there ever was a series for our narratives that we've all kind of spewed throughout the last year to to fit, it's this one, right? It's Brad Stevens outperforms expectations when they're low. You can't get it. You can't walk into a series with much lower expectations than this one. I hope that I hope that is true. It, it feels like it is. So let's just go, you know, quickly around. DK, I'll give you uh, just a little bit of a final thought. What are your series predictions for the Celtics versus the Nets? I wish we had the, the Tatum rookie season Celtics with when, when we were like the best defensive team in the NBA. When we could match up with the Warriors and go on yeah. 19-0 runs against them and shit. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think that version of the Celtics would have a better chance. But honestly, Ray's got me fired up. And, and he, he's touched on what I think is the truest piece of my fan DNA, which is you might as well fucking throw your support behind them because that's what you're there for. Like our job as fans, as supporters is to support the team. It's not to shit on. I mean, our job as podcasters is to shit on them, but come game time, I'm going to be all in. Like I'm going to, I'm just going to want to win. I'm going to talk shit about all the players that I know in my bitter, jealous heart are really good. Brooklyn. I was actually not of the, I was not really very firmly in the anti-Kyrie camp while he was here. I think I th- I think I was like, please just let him be crazy. He's really good at basketball was kind of my overarching. <laughs> it's just like, please, please don't make him leave. Like, I get that he's just let him say stupid shit. He's so good. But he left. Um, so fuck him. He plays for the Brooklyn Nets now. And, you know, I, I hope their bus breaks down on the way. But if that doesn't happen, I hope we Celtics in six. Fuck him. Let's do it. All right, Bobby. Prediction. So... Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Yeah, listen. <laughs> you guys know when it comes to game one, I'm going to be sitting here with my fucking Celtics high socks on, my fucking wicked smart shirt, and I'm going to be all into 100%. I bleed green till I die. They don't have a fucking chance. <laughs> That's, <impressive. laughs> That's it. That's all I have. That's literally all I have to say. That's in five. And I'll be happy with it. Ray, go ahead and give me your prediction because it, it sounds like, you know, and again, you're, first of all, you are a basketball encyclopedia. You're a great resource for us. And you converted DK into a, uh, into picking the Celtics in the series. So do you tell me Celtics Nets? Yeah. So obviously, listen, my heart's always going to pick Boston. Like that. Let's just put that out there. That's obvious. I'm excited. 
in my heart of hearts, I believe we're going to get an 0-9 Celtics Bulls type series. I mean, I, like I said, the Nets will win the seven because they'll, they'll just have enough in the end. They'll be in the Barclays Center. It'll be too much. But I expect the type of series. So I'm going to go Nets to seven. I mean, like I said, obviously, there's always variables. But just right now, I'm, I'm going to go Nets to seven. So for me, the eye test – sorry, the heart says Celtics in seven. Eye test. I love it, Mike. The eye test says <laughs> – Nets in four. I mean, that's just, I, I really, I'm going to be rooting for them every game. I know I'm, I'm going to catch a lot of shit for it, both on social media and in our group chat about it, but I truly am rooting for them. I just believe that in the NBA, when you have three amazing talents like the Nets have, even if one cannot show up, someone like Durant and someone like Kyrie can, can, can make up for that. So, I just think that listen, if they if the Celtics take this in seven, it says a lot about them, and I think that the fire sale that we all that we've all been talking about throughout the season does not happen. No, oh, oh, oh no, 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 no! Don't get it. Don't get. You can't say that. If no the Celtics win in seven, they still need to go. They still need to go. Everyone's coming back. No, I'll tell you something right now. If the Celtics win in seven. We're all sitting here going, can you guys believe Jason Tatum scored 60 points a game? Every no game. one's ever done that before. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. I, I, I can't. I, I would not. I would not be. Jason Tatum scored 180 points in game six. Can you believe Do that? Do you remember when his arms stretched like Michael Jordan in Space Jam for that game-winning <laughs> shot? That was insane, you guys. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> I, I, I would not be bamboozled. I would not be hoodwinked. I would not be let Stray, Mr. Mark Angelo. I, I don't care if they win this series. No, everyone's got to go. Everyone's got to go. Still, I'm sorry. I, I, I okay, can't. No, I, I'm not. I'm not telling. I'm not saying like how you feel will change. But what I'm telling you is that if they stretch this and if they win in seven, everyone's coming back. Shit. It's now just, I hope they lose. That's, that's, <laughs> guys, that's that's what I'm saying. That's just what's gonna happen. So, Please. what do you mean we beat the Brooklyn Nets? Please. Anyway, here's Grant Williams. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that, so I mean, bad. that's going to do it for this happy-go-lucky Celtics podcast. So for DK Sizzle, Dave Clark. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What's your take? You never said your prediction. Don't get us did. You I, just I said, finished I, saying it. I said, yeah, you weren't Your listening. short-term I mean, memory is, yeah, is worrying. <laughs> Brain cells, ladies and gentlemen. They're good for you. In Hopefully case our, our listeners do better than you because I said heart means Celtics win in seven. I tested Nets win in four. For the real BK, Bob Kelly, DK Sizzle, Dave Clark, Hollywood Wale, uh, Ray Sean Buchanan. Thank you so much for listening to Missing the Point. We'll talk to you later. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast Networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts, and... Hear the culture. Electric acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.